0: Dana. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm well. Thank you. Welcome to the Ransom Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young. And we are, we here, are here, to here to Ransom, Ransom Rave.
0: Rave. See, it sounded perfect. <laughs> it's not going to be, it's not going to be, it's fine. I have to let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, how are you?
1: I'm good.
0: Good. How was your week?
1: It was good. I actually uh, I went to a couple of very small outdoor dinner parties, and that was <gasps> nice. Really nice to for, reconnect friends
0: uh, for Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. Uh,
1: actually, no, not for oh. either.
0: Wow. Um,
1: yes. Good for I got- you. <laughs> i didn't do anything uh holiday wise this year sadly i just couldn't i was out of town for one of them right. but um i got to see one of my favorite little kids in the world who Yay. requested a pizza party so i got to go have an outdoor pizza party with him and a few friends
0: cute
1: and then i got to see my dear uh, old friend and retail mentor had me over at her house for like the loveliest dinner and of course even the way her table was set up outside was gorgeous she lives I'm in sure you know how nice it was to be down by the beach in that cool air like what a oh. nice picture cool. <laughs> like, you had to put on a jacket
0: yes cool clean air too because we're on fire
1: uh, yes, it was very yeah. clean and delightful. So it was just really nice. Both lovely. of these people have lovely outdoor areas where they can, I'm like, if I was you, I would be living out here at all yeah. times.
0: I and, basically live on my porch. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> I have a tiny one, but I'm out on mine all the time. It was just very, very nice to be sitting outside with lovely weather and see a few friends. And it was, it was just a very nice change.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah. How about I you? love that. Well, I will tell you in just a second, but I mm-hmm. think it's so funny that that's the first time I'm hearing that. It's so lovely. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. However, we had a two-hour green room dump. Before this, we set up to record at 11. It is now 108 (laughs) because I can't shut up. So, no no show today. Uh I'm just kidding. You all know I can talk till the my last breath. Um that's really wonderful, Jessica. Yes. I'm happy for you. Uh you. I had a really intense week, but it was mm-hmm. a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, some of you know I was going to a life celebration for my friend Jack, who passed mm-hmm. of cancer. Um, he was only 16. And I used to be his nanny for a long, 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 long Mm -hmm. time. And uh, it was very hard, but it was also very beautiful. I got to meet him as a teenager through the words of his friends,
1: Mm -hmm. which
0: was really amazing. You know, I, I obviously... I didn't get to see him a lot before he passed because of the pandemic. It was very dangerous for him to be around anyone. So, um, but I did get to see him a few times when he was here in LA for treatment before the Mm -hmm. pandemic. And the last time I was able to visit, he and his dad, Steve Heitner, who's a phenomenal human being and an amazing actor. If you've Mm -hmm. ever seen him in anything, um, I brought that game where you put on headphones that make you not able to hear and you have to read each other's lips
1: hilarious i've never seen that
0: oh my god we laughed and laughed and had so much of it so (laughs) i have like a really beautiful lasting memory of the last time i was with him and and the life ceremony was just stunning it was Mm -hmm. just beautiful to see the love and how he impacted so many people so heavily in his short little life and He was just a very special soul, so that was really lovely. And I and I actually went with a couple of mutual old friends, Mm -hmm. um, and that was lovely to to catch up and see where everybody is in life. We're all becoming like for real adults, grown ups. Yes, (laughs) and we've all known each other since we were what in our twenties. Yes, yeah. So uh, that was that was nice too, and interesting to see where everybody is and Mm -hmm. I don't know I told Jessica I feel like uh, believe it or not you guys last week I feel like I'm starting to meet adult Dana Mm -hmm. who's very very different than who Dana was a year ago even Mm -hmm. and um, I, I think I like her.
1: I like her very much.
0: I think I like her and I've never been able to say that before in my life it's a big step for me.
1: Very important I'm so thrilled to hear that.
0: I mean, talk to me tomorrow and I'll be telling you every worst thing about me, but, uh, but hopefully I'll be able to reach in my heart and go, no, remember, this is who you are. You're not perfect. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And we like you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
0: So anyway, I think we both had good weeks. You've had a lot of work that you, I'm sure has been hard, but fulfilling
1: Yes, it's been nice to be out in the world and not just working from home, which yes. uh, can really grade on you. I think it we can. can all relate to that. So, yes. yes, it's been nice to be out and active and around people a little bit. It's just for sure. a sure nice change.
0: Yes. Also, for myself, I just want to say the vaccine should be coming out soon for children my son's age. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be more excited Yes, for him and for us and for all the kids and parents to feel a little safer.
1: Yep. so um, a sigh of relief, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Because, you know, the hope is that one day this will be just like a flu shot. We just get it and we're okay. Mm-hmm. That's the hope anyway. So that's a big Which, development for, the, for our country,
1: yes, for the world, um, actually on a positive note since we are in i believe the most populated state in the country we have dropped out of the most extreme tier i mean the whole country kind of turned red again mm-hmm. and california is the first state to drop out of the highest tier and last night on the news i'm like oh my god this is the first time and i don't remember how long were when they showed the numbers mm-hmm. they were the lowest i've seen in a very long time so that made me feel encouraged
0: wonderful we've had a lot of
1: strict restrictions here but yes they're they're paying off
0: they are yep it's Mm -hmm. paying off
1: yeah
0: um not every state is having that success no
1: no no no
0: but we need to get there folks we need to get there that's right um well that's wonderful it's also nice just to catch up with you
1: yes we had a lovely chat sometimes i think we should Film the green room dump, it would have to be edited, of course, but probably uh, <laughs> some very uh, interesting things can come up from time to time, and sometimes we laugh our asses off during that time. That's sometimes true. we cry, sometimes a we a lot get of times angry. I cry,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, we it would still have to be audio, probably because some of the things we talk about too. As I said to Jessica, she was like, Oh, I like your cape. And I said, oh, thank you. It is a skirt that is too big for me.
1: It's perfect. She could be on the next season of
0: The Crown. I really enjoy it. I really do. It does feel like hey, it's like that soft cotton, that extra yes. soft cotton, you know? Yes. So it's, but it keeps me warm, keeps them chilly because I'm California acclimated. <laughs>
1: We could never release the video of our recordings. Like I can see Dana right now. She can see me. It's like we're in the same room together. We're just from the comfort of our own homes. But I would never let people take a look at what we're looking at. I know you are totally comfortable in front of you to for you to see me at my best and my worst more often than not.
0: Yes, it's you and my girlfriend's daughter, Everly. She likes to FaceTime me. And I Mm -hmm. have made a promise to myself that if this child wants to reach out and connect with me, I have to answer no matter what I look like. Mm -hmm. So you fall into that category as well. And I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, uh, It takes effort to be the least amount of cute possible for me. Uh, I'm not a natural beauty by any means. uh,
1: Never have been, including at five years old. I already had my black circles under the eyes.
0: (laughs) Well, I probably already had boobs that I didn't know how to handle, so we're fine. (laughs) oh Oh, man anyway are we ready to get into it
1: let's do it
0: let's get into it you're up first i think with rants yes
1: yes now this is something that i just know dana is a huge fan of and that is a jessica rant that really is a rant about a rave it's like i'm complaining about good behavior somewhere with some people (laughs) So last night I met a friend for dinner and the place we went to was, I mean, like virtually empty to the point where I thought, are they open? And I saw the hours and I just thought, wow, this is weird. Now, granted, the Emmys were last night in Los Angeles. And that always, you know, if there's a huge football game or uh, an award show or something, that can obviously... Keep people at home, but it was just eerily quiet. And this is a place that's usually fairly busy. And we chose it because we could sit outside and the weather was really nice. Mm -hmm. So my point of this is, I understand they were probably bored to tears. And we were one of three tables in a very large place. But when I tell you, so help me God, every two minutes, both our server and the person who was like busing and expoing the food came over to our table to ask again, can I clear anything? Do you need anything? Are you ready to order? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not in that order. Even to the point where the guy came by every two minutes to see if we were ready to order. And I said, still not ready. (laughs) It kind of that (laughs) awkward thing. And I looked up at him, kind of nervously giggled. The third time he came over, I'm telling you, it was in less than five minutes. I said, you know what? I said, how about I just give you a thumbs up? I said, we'll make eye contact. And I give you a thumbs up so I can spare you from having to keep coming over here. Like I was trying to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Because I it already I felt like we've just sat down. I already feel like they're trying to rush us out of here and PS. There's no one here
0: right right
1: right. you weren't holding up i understand how obnoxious that could be if people are just you know guffawing over their ice water and you're like i could have sat four people by now and turned your sure, table sure. but he kept doing it i said i'll give you the thumbs up that helped for that one time but he kept continuing to come over so did the woman even we like i would have like just taken a bite and put my fork down to come back anything we can clear now it's like Nope, nope, nothing's changed in the two minutes. We're still <laughs> picking at the food. Now I feel like you're judging us that we want to continue eating your food. <laughs> I mean, my friend and I were just, like, looking at each other with that weird, like, eyes bulging, gritted teeth. Like, what is happening? We give each other a kick under the table a few times. And then I said, I feel like such a bitch. I'm like, I guess over-service is way better than under-service because... There's nothing I hate more than waiting 20 able minutes. To find
0: them, yeah. Whether
1: yes. you want another beer or a refill on your water yeah. or you needed ketchup, whatever. People getting ghosted is awful. So I know yeah. it seems like, how could I complain? But y'all, I'm telling you, it was the most overkill. It wasn't a good thing. It made me feel rushed and it actually made me feel uncomfortable. Thank
0: you. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. How many
1: yeah. times two different Workers at this restaurant came over to us.
0: It's interesting that you say this because remember I told you around my birthday, our friend Thomas took me outside Mm -hmm. to the griddle and they're using Yomashiro. Same kind, not as bad, I don't think, as you're saying, but (laughs) same-ish thing happened to Uh the point that I noticed it. And I wonder if... Their bosses are like, you better make sure we better not have one person ask where my waiter. I wonder if there's like pressure. Maybe
1: or my friend did say to me, finally, he goes, he agreed with me. He was equally annoyed, but he goes, I feel like they're so bored. It could be that they're just looking for something. And I get it. I get it. And again, I applaud that instead of people like sitting around chit chatting and whatever. But my God, there yeah. has to be some sort of balance here. Maybe ten minutes check in. Well, also. walk by. You can take a peek. I I see you, but I'm not going to look up at you every time unless if I, I need did, something.
0: Yes, right. correct. Yes, like
1: I uh, will raise my hand or like a finger. I never shout out to people, or anything, but I will make eye contact and I'll kind of like twiddle my fingers like you yeah if i want to get someone's attention but i didn't do that we were fully engaged i feel you standing right next to me wanting to bust that plate of fries but we are still chowing down on them okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was i believe at one point crying And a couple of times I had just not looked at the person when they came up to the Mm -hmm. table because I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm crying. And then finally I just full face looked at him with a face full of tears and was like, we're good. Thank you. (laughs) And then (laughs) I said, oh, awesome. He thinks that you're breaking up with me. So you're the bad guy. (laughs) I wasn't. I was just talking about something in my life that made me cry. But...
1: (laughs) Again, I can't believe I'm complaining about too good of service, but again, there is a fine line. And There's a
0: fine line. You're not wrong, yes, because you don't do want to feel someone anxious feel while you're eating. Yes. I
1: felt rushed, and I felt like I should have been done quicker because they've now come by three times, and I'm still not ready for them to take my plate, and that's not okay. I,
0: did, I do the Especially same when thing. Especially when no one's I... in there. Yeah, but I do the same thing because I can't shut up. yes. And well, that's why have I have to take each food other home in a really because long time. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> he even said at one point, he goes, "I can tell you guys are catching up and having a great conversation." I thought, then, why are you asking me then- for the <laughs> time if I've made a decision on my entree? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because you're there to eat. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i see both sides i really do That's what did you rant eat over
1: what well i don't want to give food? it away because i like We're just say place. what
0: type of food uh you
1: can't. we, Even had, we actually shared no i mean i guess not i won't say what it's called um we shared a chicken sandwich and then we shared a very yummily dressed fries they have like a few options for fries and it had like
0: Chick Fil
1: A, no, it had fresh cilantro, <laughs> lime Easy. dressing, and like their house pickled onions and things like that. Like it was really good, but
0: mm, sounds like someone will be visiting.
1: <laughs> not good enough that I'm going to be accosted for taking my time to make a decision.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you chuck lime, cilantro, and pickled onions on there, and I'm out. I'm not going there. I'm gonna ask I, you offline where it love. was so i'd be sure not to go <laughs>
1: hilarious i think you had actually like this place um i love that i put a picture of a bagel for yom kippur for uh break the fast so, mm-hmm. uh some people will fast during the day and traditionally what you have to break the fast is cold foods and you're supposed to have light foods so like Traditionally, it's like smoked salmon or tuna salad, egg salad, things like that, Hala bagels, like things that after not eating for 24 hours for those who fast are not going to like shock your system. We all, it's like Thanksgiving, usually you may not eat all day the, and then you're like,
0: yeah! yeah, right, right. And you
1: put a plate that's like enough for four serve, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so We had a delicious spread. Alan made like all these little dips and dishes. And so I made the perfect bagel with capers on top. And one of our listeners said, I know Dana is not going to be okay with this. And I said, I know she's probably wondering what those bugs are. I was referring to the capers I put on top of the bagel, knowing in, in her next lifetime, Dana would not even take a bite of it. And to me, it's like the greatest, nope. most satisfying meal ever is locks and cream My cheese. My
0: husband would that. have loved that. He loves he lox and cream cheese. Oh, oh god, Dan Tipton loves it. He I loves do. it. Good it. To know. I said that you guys know me so well because I saw that before uh I was tagged in it and called out for. Probably hating it, which is very true, but I didn't comment on it because I was like, it probably has to do with Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, and I don't want to be rude. But then when you when you guys said Dana's not going to like this, I was like, they opened the door, not me. You're right. Pass. <laughs> Sorry, God. Oh, that's
1: perfect. That is perfect.
0: Is lox raw? Raw uh, no, so it,
1: It's smoked. So, so almost raw it's not raw but the smoke <laughs> process i'm sure if alan hears me he's gonna be like oh god that's not right at all the smoking does do something to it not just for flavor kind of i mean i don't know if that helps cure it i don't know if that's the right word um well he's not handy or i would ask him to come and give i'm
0: not it, it. it doesn't matter i'm never gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's like
1: you've had smoked barbecue, so sure. like smoked pork, smoked chicken, and all that. It's a sure. very slow process. Smoking definitely does cook the food, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mama Tree Keeper, mm-hmm. our friend, will you please yeah. reach out? Because I bet you would know the answer she to this. I'm being yeah. serious. It definitely is not raw. It's not like sashimi or something, right? Yeah. Or even like ceviche is raw fish. But you squirt lime on it and the citric acid kind of cooks
0: it, if you will. No, it does not. It
1: really does. I didn't believe it. And then I got a sushi roll once that I love. And I'm like, being the glutton that I am, I'm like, this is so good. I'm going to order an extra one to take for my lunch tomorrow. And I went to take it out. And I don't remember what it was. It was either salmon or tuna roll that has a, the thinnest, and I mean paper-thin, slice of lemon. And they put a little pine nut on it. So it looks like a piece of lemon, which it really is. But the pine nut looks like the lemon seed. That paper-thin lemon cooked the fish. So it went from pink, as it is raw, to white. And I freaked Ow. out. I'm like, Ew. This is rotten. How did this turn bad in 12 hours time? And someone was like, it had lemon on it. I'm like, yeah, they're like, dummy. That's how you make ceviche. It, it does like, it doesn't cook in the fridge, but it is changing it from raw to not raw. I sound like a moron trying to explain this y'all hear me <laughs> look up smoking fish and ceviche okay and you can do your own research because clearly i was not prepared for this inquisition
0: <laughs> i put you on the spot i'm very sorry uh, and no, I, I wish it.
1: i had the right answer
0: and also i did it go full well knowing none of what you say matters to me because i will never eat <laughs> Uh, any kind not, of raw like, oh, fish or ceviche now? okay <laughs> no 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 i will never eat it
1: <laughs> but you don't like fish in general right or, i or like seafood. very
0: basic like fish and chips or like when i was young and okay. some of my family would fish you know we had a cornmeal batter that we yes. would fry up some catfish okay. and some spoonbill okay. some yes, crappie if I it like wasn't that. muddy water mm-hmm, so i mm-hmm. like very basic basic okay. fish yeah
1: also good to but know. but I'm not
0: gonna eat. I'm not gonna eat cuttlefish, you know. I'm not going to eat sushi, <laughs> I'm not gonna eat any bugs of the sea, crab, shrimp, none of oh, those guys. No. Oh, Lord, no! Uh-uh. Oh, no, no, no. I have to sometimes when I get crab rangoon from Chinese restaurants, yes. you know, cream cheese and stuff, yes. some of them are a little more authentic than others. No, thank you.
1: You want the one made with sea legs which is like different pressed fish like pollock and cod that's then dyed to look like crab but is not actual crab meat.
0: Yeah probably. I don't like yes. that fishy taste and and if I had my preference just give me a big old dollop of cream cheese and leave the rest out. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Such a child. That's hilarious. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to change my. I mean, would you believe that's why I'm saying I'm a different human than I used to be? You know, I'm not, I'm really not eating meat. I'm really not.
1: I know. I, hey, I am not, uh, no, it's a weird thing for me. Yeah.
0: I mean, last night, my boys, Dan Tipton was like, I really, he's not really eating meat either, but just not because he doesn't want to. He's just trying to be healthier and whatever, you know. Sure. For me, it's more. It, health-wise, yes, but also uh, environmental, humanitarian, a lot yeah. of things in the mix for my little brain. But anyway, yeah, I I just lost my train of thought. He's not really eating a ton of meat, but last night he was like, I really need a burger. And normally <laughs> I would be like, here's my chance. Mm-hmm. Here's my excuse I don't have to blame myself for. I get three times a week and this will be one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he goes, do you want one? And I was like, I don't. I didn't. I just had a. Did you know Taco Bell sells bowls now? No. Like, um, mm. well, mine was chicken. I had it on the side and he put it in his <laughs> whatever he
1: ate. It was but like, it's like beans, rice, lettuce. Black tomato. beans.
0: Yes. Uh, kind of like a Chipotle, but quicker and easier and probably cheaper.
1: I just said tomato. But then I just remember. What's wrong with know, you? We know you don't like, like Tomato.
0: Lord, have, I wouldn't eat that. I would not, unless, listen, if I was starving, so what did I you would have? Beans, rice, thing. and lettuce. Yes. And then I think there's a dollop of sour Cheese, cream. And, and, cream, I, and cream, I, yeah, black I olives. don't no black olives. I wish, but I don't really eat dairy. Mm. But I've been trying to introduce a little bit of lactose back in because mm-hmm. I can, my doctor mm-hmm. said, but I don't crave it as much. I'm so mm. used to everything being lactose free yeah. that I don't really need it. If yep. it's on there, okay. If it's not, it's not going to kill me. Sure. So anyway, well, there it's you go. Food. There's my life story of food. No, but that's Nobody cares, Data. That's
1: a big change. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Whatever. Kudos to you.
0: Yeah. Well, Jessica, I understand why you felt you needed to rant this out. You're right. It was a rave rant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very understandable.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for
1: validating.
0: You're welcome. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> Yes. All right. Now I have a rant from a listener and this is a a pretty serious one. So I'm going to read you the first part of the letter from the listener. Then I'm going to read the article they're referring to, and then I'll finish Mm -hmm. up the letter. Sound good? Mm -hmm. We have a plan. All right, here we go. Hey y'all, where are you from? (laughs) Saying y'all, that's my people. Okay. Love the show. I could go on about how awesome you are, but I'm at work. So got to make it quick. I hear you. (laughs) Here's my rant. The one thing that I hate more than anything, racism. So this, listen, no joke. So this person sent us an article. This is from their, I think their local affiliate by Haley Higgins. I'm just going to read the article for you guys. Mm -hmm. A Hispanic family in rural Weber County became the target of a racist, hate-filled letter. The family said they no longer feel welcome in their Hooper neighborhood. Oh, I hate that. Quote, it is too bad your kind has moved into our neighborhood and brought into the dirty, sloppy people you are. Reads the first sentence in the letter. Nope. No. The anonymous letter showed up in the mailbox of the Morales family this week, laced with racist comments and offensive stereotypes. You know nothing about work. Go back to Mexico. That's where you belong. Adios. (laughs) Oh my God, I have so much. I want to scream at this person. Anyway, Fernando Morales, his siblings and parents moved to Hooper from Ogden four years ago. My mom always dreamed of living in this area because it is nice, Fernando (laughs) said. His mother's dream was shattered by one handwritten letter. I was like, oh, dang, that's just crazy. I didn't know we had neighbors that felt that way, you know, about us, mm-hmm. Fernando said. Fernando and his brothers will be the first to admit they're not the perfect neighbors. Their music gets too loud sometimes and family parties bring in more than 50 guests. Yeah, because they have huge families and they celebrate. family's very important mm-hmm. to the Hispanic culture, to a lot yes. of cultures. Yes. Ugh. However, they said the letter is not okay. I think it's pretty, pe- pretty sad, said Hooper. Mayor Dale Fowers, Hooper Mayor Dale Flowers. sorry, I'm getting so upset. Mayor Fowers doesn't condone the letter. The small city in Western Weber County is 97% white and 7% Hispanic or Latino according to the latest census. This idea of just doing something anonymous uh and not letting them know who wrote the letter and what their concerns were, I think there's a lot better way of doing things, said the Mm -hmm. mayor. Absolutely. It's cowardly. It's hiding behind anonymity. You're not trying to fix the problem or let them know what's bothering you. Mm -hmm. You are just spewing hatred and racism. The mayor didn't say that. Dana Powell did. Anyway, um, (laughs) the mayor, however, said – or not the mayor, but one of the family members said, honestly, I would just like to talk to them. Like, why do you feel that way? What angers him or her or whoever it is? I would just like to see why. Well, that's Mm -hmm. very kind of you because I would just like to – smack their face around and send them to to an island away from you. Anyway, the Morales family is planning a block party for the neighborhood on Pioneer Day. Yes. So the letter, I just want to finish the letter. Uh, By the way, they're doing a GoFundMe to have a huge party at this person's house. <laughs> I'll write a better rant <laughs> later. Thank you. P.S. They had the block party. So I guess the block party has already happened. Love I'm it. glad it was outside. I hope they were masked up and being safe. But like that kind of hatred for no reason beyond someone's skin color. Yep unfounded and false statements you don't know who these people are you don't know that they're dirty unless you're standing in their shower taking notes okay
1: (laughs) also the irony of
0: who are you to say they don't work
1: well, that's what I was gonna say. So they clearly moved into, I don't want to say a nicer area, but maybe a more, more expensive area. Maybe it, it was did have that
0: the mom was dreaming of living.
1: So you don't get there by sitting around on your ass.
0: No, and just going poof, here's my here's my new place, my new you home. Get
1: to upgrade you, where you live by working hard, unless you fall into miraculous wealth by winning the lottery or an inheritance.
0: Let me tell you something. A couple of weeks ago, I was joking around saying that I thought um, my agent thought I was going to quit the business, you know, mm-hmm. and I said jokes on him. I couldn't afford to move to a smaller place than I live in right now. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm trapped. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> you know, completely it's true. Like,
0: yes. Nobody's able to move right now no. or four years ago. Nobody, I mean, that's not, that's no easy feat for anyone.
1: Well, people that and- are moving are usually, I mean, people are moving in large numbers to areas that are more affordable so they can have different kind of quality. Quality of life, per se, right? Correct.
0: And that's perfectly fine and understandable. And it shouldn't matter what color your skin is. Neighbors is neighbors. We're all going to have that neighbor that drives us crazy. Okay. I have a neighbor that they have big family parties. They're outdoor and they mask. Mm -hmm. They're safe. I see them. But they're loud and they get, you know, bands to come play and stuff. But they're always done by midnight. Mm -hmm. It's usually just on the weekend. What do I care? Right. They're enjoying themselves and spending time with their family. Mm-hmm. You do you, man. It's yep. not hurting me. You're not doing it past the time I need to go to sleep. You're not waking up my child. You're not endangering me. What do you, what do I care what you're doing? Have have a blessed life. Right. But we all have that neighbor. So shut up. You are probably that neighbor, you racist, for okay. most people around you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's just indicative of someone that there's something else going on. It's not, you don't even know these people clearly.
1: No, but also know, disgusting language and rhetoric and all that. It's it's absolutely unacceptable.
0: To assume a whole race of people is lazy and doesn't work. I have a lot to say about Mm -hmm. that. And you are just wrong. You are just wrong. You are nasty and probably unhappy. Mm -hmm. And you are a coward because you couldn't even sign your name to own up to your disgusting behavior. Right. And you also didn't give any clue as to what could make the situation better. Because in your mind, the only thing that will make it better is if they leave. That is a problem with you. Not them. That's you. Yep. You're the one that needs to move out of the neighborhood. You're the dirty mark in the neighborhood. Yep. You're the shit stain in the underwear. Wake up.
1: Yep. (gasps) Yep. You have to give people the benefit of the doubt and try at least by saying, hey, because of X, Y, Z, could you give us a heads up when you plan on Certainly. doing such a
0: bunch? Sure, sure.
1: Or... And this kid
0: said, look, we know we're not perfect neighbors. I mean, he li- he has four siblings.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, there's some teenagers around there. Yes. Of course, nobody's perfect.
1: But it never is justifiable to be despicable and disgusting. towards someone or hateful.
0: Not ever. There is never, ever a good reason for disliking someone purely based on their heritage or skin color. Period. Point. Blank. Period. Point. Blank.
1: Yep. Dana and I also said today that the irony of a lot of what we talk about on the show, especially in the way of rants, is that we're preaching to the choir.
0: I know. Because
1: those of you who interact with us regularly or even just a a, a one-time thing, it's not because we're looking for everyone to disagree with us. We're not like that at all. We welcome people to question or bring things up we have
0: corrections corners for sure
1: yes or to give their feelings or their two cents on sure. it but mm-hmm. again i am mindfulness very proud we have say,
0: mindfulness corner
1: yes i mm-hmm. feel like those of you who have been with us for a while whether you're new and everything in between that we have like-minded people We're we're all looking to make the world a better place, even just by being kind to one person, one neighbor, a stranger. Yes. All of
0: it. Yes. I know we're preaching to the choir, but I do think it's also our responsibility to speak out against those sort of Mm -hmm. things. So thank you for sending that in, listener, especially because you were busy and it could have dropped from your mind. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to, we are the ones who have to speak out against this. Yes. Because I would assume, and I hate that I have to assume and maybe that's wrong of me that this person is a white person yeah who is what has white supremacist beliefs mm-hmm. and totally. that's wrong yep. and i am part white as we all are probably part white <laughs> Um, and it's my responsibility to say that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Your behavior is unacceptable. And this is the platform we have. And the only thing I can say is it's our responsibility to make sure that if we come up against that in life, obviously be safe, but Mm -hmm. also we have to teach our children and the people around us why that is wrong. And we have to not go to our friends of color and ask them to teach us. It is your responsibility to learn this. Don't put that on them. They have enough already. OK, that's right. and that's something I only learned in the last couple of years. I'm ashamed to say, but I'm proud that I have learned it.
1: I have the same, too,
0: um, because I do believe in the past I have and would have mm-hmm. gone to my friends who physically appear to be of more color than me because I do have Hispanic. Like, do character. Do you find this I'm- offensive? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Thinking that I was doing right by trying to learn, but I'm putting that responsibility to teach me on them. That is yeah. not their responsibility. It's my responsibility to find good resources and learn. And it's also our responsibility to do exactly what this just this listener just did mm-hmm. and make everyone aware that it's happening so that as our community, all of us now with Ransom Raves podcast can know to speak up against that. It is Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. So thank you for writing that in. Yes, oh, I'm gonna have to get a ladder <laughs> to get off of this soapbox. Blood, but bo- I need a cleansing breath—a
1: real deep one.
0: Yeah, because it's unacceptable. It's just—it's not the waiter coming over to your table too many times.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs>
0: this one actually needs to, like, seriously be addressed. So thank exactly. you, listener. Thank you very much. We like to take a cleansing breath because we rant out. Sometimes it's silly things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is more serious and that's a more serious one. But whatever the case, yeah. we like to have some sense of normalcy in this shit show of a world we're living in right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to complain about good things and bad Um, just to have a sense of normalcy. We get it all out. We take a cleansing breath and we're going to fill up with some goodness.
1: That's right.
0: I made it sound like we're entering exports or something. I don't know why I was so aggressive. (laughs) Okay, let's take a deep breath in. If you can scream it out, be my guest. It does feel good.
1: Scream it out. But
0: if you can't, just at least breathe with us. Are you ready?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. All right, here we go. Deep breath in. And uh, really clean out those lungs. Get that old dusty breath out of there. Yeah. That was nice. Get that Thank oxygen you. Oxygen
1: pump into your brain.
0: Oh yeah, I can use all the <laughs> brains I can. I've got active.
1: <laughs> uh, me to look
0: I don't have any <laughs> to spare.
1: <laughs> all right, we have and corners.
0: Excuse me, corner. Oh, my favorite. Always instantly reminds me of you and your dad.
1: Yeah,
0: love it i don't know what the corner is so that. not the corner just excuse me
1: <laughs> my dad said that to me last night because i was so tired like mid-afternoon and i as i'm saying, i'm doing it now <laughs> i yawned like that like a lion's yawn but like <laughs> 15 <laughs> times in a row and my dad kept saying excuse me How rude is that? I'm boring you. We won't stop yawning. I said no. I'm just tired.
0: I ask you that all the time. Am I boring you, Jessica? (laughs) And I know I'm not. I know you're just tired. I'm just being a jerk. (laughs) I've
1: had such trouble. Can I just? Oh my god! I've had trouble staying asleep. Oh yeah.
0: Can I just yes. say something real quick before we jump into this corner? And it's about sleep because you and I talk mm-hmm. about this a lot because both of us are having sleep issues. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the sleep doctor. Yes. Like it's a problem. And I'm telling yeah. you, I've been, I'm. it's not a secret for me. I tell anybody who I see, oh yeah, I can't sleep. <laughs> they don't even have to ask. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I have found so many people are saying the same thing to me, Jessica. Yeah. I think I think everybody's having a hard time just finding enough peace to to rest.
1: It's weird. It's like another yeah. weird cycle that we're hitting.
0: It and is. And we have to be careful because that actually is very dangerous for your health. It yes. really is.
1: I see it literally on a weekly basis on local news shows, national news, the today show, all that, but talking about how critical good sleep it like meaning where you're really sustaining sleep for seven to eight hours
0: yes physically your body <sighs> needs it yes. my sleep doctor has been opening my eyes to like how this can affect you physically and and yes. it's an issue so if if you're having trouble sleeping know that the world is but definitely address it don't let it go
1: That's right.
0: okay sorry i, I know i interrupted well, you i <laughs>
1: That's okay. This uh, would definitely keep me from probably ever sleeping again, at least in this house. Man... Oh, excuse me. This is from The Mirror, yeah?
0: Oh, yay!
1: Man told to move out of new home after finding Ragdoll in Wall with a terrifying note.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Do you need to reread that? Uh (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. Jonathan Lewis from Liverpool has already been told by pals to put the property straight back on the market after discovering a spine-chilling note inside his new home. A primary school teacher was shocked to discover a rag doll holding a spine-chilling note behind a wall. Jonathan Lewis, 32, has been urged to move out of the property after only moving in a few days ago. He had picked up the keys to his new home in Walton on the Hill, Surrey, on Friday, before embarking on a DIY project to create some more space. After taking a hammer to a wall under the stairs, he found a rag doll dressed in a pinstripe dress and bonnet clutching a terrifying note. Now, I need no. you guys to know, no. there's no way he would have known it was in there unless he started hammering away at the drywall this is behind a sealed wall of drywall no here is the doll sitting in there okay
0: i'm looking at the pictures right now i'm Uh no
1: there was a wire coming out where the previous owners had the fridge but i didn't know where the wire was plugged in so i knocked through a bit of, of the plaster to see what was there i knocked through a hole about the size of a fist Shone a light in, and there was just a doll just sitting there. After pulling the plasterboard, Jonathan realized the doll was holding a note, which left his friends seriously freaking out. It said, Dear Reader, New Homeowner, Thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them. So I hope you have knives. Hope you sleep (gasps) well. What? Following the discovery, Jonathan's friends have urged him to sell as soon as possible.
0: Yes!
1: (laughs) He said, some of my friends have told me to put my house back on the market and move out, but I think it's just a laugh. Despite the ominous note, Jonathan has taken it in his strides. He said, I'll be honest, I found the whole thing hilarious. I'd probably do the exact same thing. What?
0: A monster! You're a monster!
1: (laughs) The letter says 1961, but the real estate agent said when she was showing me around the kitchen that it was only done four or five years ago. I think it must have been put there because the paper doesn't look very old and looks relatively recent. I don't care if that's a prank. I don't care if the contractor did it because they didn't pay on time. I don't care who, what, when, or why. I would run out of that house faster than... My friend has found something horrifying in her house. She lives in Tennessee, and she found something real creepy in the basement, and it was from a child that used to live in the house.
0: No, 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 no. And it was like a picture
1: and a really creepy note.
0: No. In the South, they have old, old, like there's history there. Yes. No, no. uh -uh. Did she move? I know.
1: Uh, She did not. She was pretty freaked yeah. out, but I think she and her husband both were, but they're like, okay. But she's also I a weirdo say- like you. She likes the macabre and she likes true crime and she likes okay, horror but- films.
0: But you know, have I told you <laughs> that when I was young, I was very interested in like what we now would call parapsychology and things like mm-hmm. that. And I was very open to it. And so many weird things started happening in my life. I had to shut that down. Yeah. Yeah well i believe children
1: thinking. are very uh Open is to clairvoyant it. the right word yes because they're yeah. not jaded yet they, and that children yeah. will often see things so a different friend had that where they owned a playhouse in atlanta mm-hmm. and they, it was a very old building i'm looking up like i'm in there they have like rafters okay and this whole area is in my hometown it was all like built during even before the civil war began mm-hmm. so kids kept looking up and she would get annoyed when she was teaching a class She's like what are you looking at and they'd be like
0: that yeah, no no
1: nope, nope. and mul- multiple kids at different times that weren't friends and like from year to year but they were always looking up? and they said that man in the rafters they had some very famous clairvoyant like i don't remember the his name he's very famous he had a show on tv he used to come by their place sometimes be like can we come in for the ghost tour just your building is in like the historical area where certain things happen so they asked him to come in and he did his thing or whatever and he said it was a civil war soldier and that the <gasps> kids were seeing him because she even said what is it and they would like describe and it was like an old uniform oh
0: my god I, I mean I that? think it is creepy I I think there's so much we don't understand Um, and I've told you before when my baby sister, I have a baby sister that's 10 Mm -hmm. years younger than me. And when she was two and three years old, she saw a man in our house and so did the dog. And that was, I didn't need some famous clairvoyant. That was enough for me. If that dumb dog, if that dumb dog (laughs) was seeing the same thing she was, I was in it. I was in it and out of it, wanting to run, (laughs) like, But I did, I had some scary things started happening to me where I was like, I am somehow pulling this towards Mm -hmm. myself and it Mm -hmm. needs to stop. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm not still curious about it, but I just, (laughs) and I also love stories like that. Part of me doesn't even care if they're true. That's a fun escape.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this
0: this though, Uh, that's creepy. You know, our mutual friend, Ryan Gall, Mm -hmm. um, he plays Tiffany Haddish's husband on uh, the OG with Tracy Morgan. Mm -hmm. He's just a delightful human he and his family we adore him but um he has he does an Instagram live show with a friend from Boston and they haven't done it as much lately because I think he's back on a shooting schedule in mm-hmm. New York but um they it's a uh, people come on and do tell ghost stories and experiences and stuff and no, he's I public I know that's I don't know. You, he's public, so any of you can go see it. You can watch the past ones that they've done. But my baby sister and I are supposed to be guests on there at some point.
1: Oh my god! Talk you about tell the me. things.
0: Yeah, that talk about the things that happened in our house when she was little.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But if I found something like that in my house, I don't care if I thought it was like ghosty related or not. That's murder central, right yes, there. Yes, yes. I'm out.
1: Total creep show.
0: I'm out. Because that's my dateline where they're like, she thought it was ghosts and spirits coming to take her soul. But really Chad Boswick just wanted to cut her eyes out. That's what would happen. (laughs) Oh my God. I hope we don't know anybody named Chad Boswick. (laughs) Uh, I just pulled that out of thin air.
1: Oh my God.
0: That's a creep show story. so creep show. Right up my alley. I did. I'm looking at all these pictures and uh, uh, I'm gone. I'm out.
1: Yeah, I don't like it.
0: Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my God. Stabbing was my choice of. Sorry, I'm still in it. Hope you sleep well. That's just mean. Somebody did it to be mean. They watched Annabelle. Yes. And they were like, <laughs> "We're moving. Let's let's ruin someone's yeah, you- life."
1: You could not pay me to watch that movie.
0: I've watched it a couple of times. It's I not refuse. great. No. It's not good. I mean, mm-hmm. I love the look of me some Patrick Wilson, though. Ooh, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to my corner before I get in trouble with my husband. Uh, uh. He's not here. You'll never <laughs> know. So I have a golden oldies mm-hmm. corner. Um. Do we have a song for that? I don't think we do. I was trying to no. think if I could think of a flapper dancing song, but I can't. I'm not that smart. <laughs> okay. Anyway, here we go. This is from United Press International. It is by Ben Hooper, this article. 90-year-old Vietnam vet flies T-33 fighter jet again in Wisconsin. Wow. A 90-year-old. First of all, if I can get out of bed when I'm 90, I'll be okay. ecstatic. Exactly. yeah and now, that's like my dad's neighbor he still mows the yards for them and my my family they don't have yards like we do they have five acres yes that they mow, like they, own, a they legit own property right they all own like 20 acres but they mm-hmm. only mow five of it you know that kind of thing and then here's this 91 year old man out there mowing everybody's yards for them when they're busy that's a different so stock of human, different stock yep. of human than I. Clyde Bridger, who flew combat missions in the Vietnam War, took control of a T-33 fighter jet for Saturday's Oconto Elks Fly-In, a celebration of Oconto J. Douglas Bake Airport's 75th anniversary. My dad likes to go to these kinds of things. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Quote, I feel like a teenager all over again. There's not very many times that you see somebody, especially my age, even getting into one, much less actually doing the flying, said Bridger. Stephen Jones, the owner of the plane, served as the safety pilot during Bridger's flight and boarded the aircraft with the veteran at Executive Air in the Austin Straubel International Airport. He flew better than I did, Jones said in a Facebook post. Bridger <laughs> demonstrated maneuvers, including a 360-degree overhead approach and a touch-and-go landing. That's what? not easy. No. Patrick Patrick Terpenier, chairman of the Kanto Elks Airport fly-in, praised the pilot's skills. It raised a hair on the back of your neck to know that a 90-year-old gentleman as Clyde, who happens to be in fantastic shape, did an awesome job, and he's a hometown boy on top of it. That's cute. That's That's the end of the article. I just love it. And there's some pictures and stuff. There's actually a video if you guys want to go find it. It's really, really, really cute. This little, this man, cute. This guy lived through things I will never see in my life. He's not cute. He's a hero. Okay, Mm -hmm. Dana. (laughs) And he's doing things at the age of 90 you probably don't do today. So take it easy. But but how
1: cool. For him to be able to do that after not, what did they say? He hasn't done it in sixty some odd years.
0: And to do those difficult maneuvers like that—yes, so awesome.
1: It's really cool.
0: I mean, this is just—I'm just going to toss this out here real quick. This is—we don't—we shouldn't be throwing away our elderly. I know they make us mad, especially old white men. Ooh, I could really go on a tirade (laughs) about that. But then again, also my dad's an old white man, and he's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not like those others that I lump exactly. into that grouping. Yes. So anyway, don't throw away Same. your elders because boy, they're they're cool.
1: They're awesome. And they're a key to our past. Like I've Absolutely. always been so I love sitting with older people and hearing their stories,
0: and me too. their
1: brains like me too. Oh my God. I used to do that with my grandmother all the time, but I love doing it when I meet friends family members or their grandparents or an old aunt or uncle it's like ah ah, give me more
0: absolutely it's Mm -hmm. it's fascinating fascinating it is theirs is a different life lived they have different skill sets than we do Different, Absolutely. and it's also good to understand how their mindsets, even the ones you don't agree with, came about, because yes. then you can stop it for yourself and you can stop yep. it for your children and then the next generations to see what steps it took to get there and how that mindset was accepted. Let's stop it for That's sure. That's on the, the darker side and on the better side. These people were tough, man. Yes. They <laughs> they were a bootstraps generation for sure. There are things mm-hmm. we can still learn from them, and we need to learn. Not to repeat our mistakes. Don't repeat okay. history because it's constant. So anyway, I love how I'm like, I'm so deep today while I sit here and drink a giant monster drink. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh,
1: thank you for golden oldies.
0: Golden oldies.
1: All right. We are going to move rave, into rave. our
0: right, rave, We love raves. Rave, 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 rave. rave.
1: This is Heart to Heart. That's H E A R T. Hearttoheart.org. Heart Heart to Heart International has shipped medical supplies to over 131 countries and given over $2 billion. That's billion with a B. (laughs) Wow. In aid to the less fortunate. To help curb the spread of COVID-19, it has created Stay Healthy kits that include standard hygiene products, but also gloves, masks, and bottles of hand sanitizer. So this is amazing. They are currently working to help um, with the earthquake in Haiti, uh, the Mm. aftermath of Hurricane Ida, and Mm. also to help with Afghan refugees so Mm -hmm. they do incredible work they are an international organization and by the way i mean just not to be debbie downer but if you haven't heard you uh need to check the news haiti had another devastating earthquake a 7.2 magnitude which is insane and they were hit with one in 2010 they still haven't really recovered from that
0: no they don't so, have the structural <clears throat> structural abilities that we no. do in the first place either, so it's even more devastating.
1: Exactly. So Heart to Heart International improves healthcare access in the U.S. and around the world. We achieve this mission by distributing resources, conducting training, engaging volunteers, and responding to disasters. We imagine a world in which every person has access to a healthy life and every yeah. community has the capacity to make that access a reality. We believe that sustained access to health sets the foundation for individual and community development. Yes. <clears throat> in everything we do, we work to broaden access to the healthcare services and build capacity for health. It's a lofty vision, but we take a step closer to it every day through support from people like you. Invest in our efforts to create a healthier world today. So they do so many things around the world. Um, You can see their U.S. labs and clinics, international labs, product distribution, refugees, disaster response, COVID-19 vaccinations. That's just under the title of our work and what they're already doing. They have a get involved program. They have career opportunities. They have ways to give ways to partner with them. Um, They have a news tab with things about all of the current projects they're working on. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization. Their headquarters are actually based in Kansas, Lenexa, Kansas, Kansas. Okay. and um, you can follow them on social media youtube uh, they have a mailing list you can subscribe to um they are a four-star charity through charity navigate uh, charity navigator uh, dana and i had brought that up once. like these companies that kind of maybe we should mention it again
0: it's been a while yeah yeah it's been a while if you'd like to tell people how to find that
1: yeah you can go on to i believe it's maybe charitynavigator.com let me look as we're here i'm sorry
0: i put you on the spot i know we have it in our notes in our in our it um... is
1: it's uh, not.com it's charitynavigator.org your guide to intelligent giving yep the world's largest It's great. The world's largest and most utilized independent nonprofit evaluator. So you can go on and check because I'm sorry to say there's a lot of non-legitimate things. This one is very legitimate. But yes, it never hurts to give a look and see where your money is going to these organizations. It certainly has changed how and where I give and donate to certain things, even as far as clothing.
0: totally because I want to make sure it's going where the people need it yes you know it's not even like I'm not wasting my money I want to make sure people get it who needs it yep
1: and I love this organization because they are legitimately trying to help the world it's in the The U.S. they're trying to help people in the U.S. but they're also helping people in other countries it's I
0: was actually going to mention that too because I was reading along with you and I love because I'm sorry but COVID is a global problem Mm -hmm. if we don't Get a control of this everywhere. None of us will be safe. Correct. It'll just keep making new variants and finding its way across the world. Yep. This is a global problem. So that's amazing. Hearttoheart.org. Yes. I love it. Um, okay, are we ready for my rave?
1: Let's do it.
0: This one is actually, I don't know if you knew this, but I, I've really been, this has come to light for me a lot lately, and I'm i am not sure why or what hmm. the universe is trying to tell me I need to do about it, mm-hmm. um, or if it's just changing an old mindset, which I've been doing a lot of lately. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, my rave is for the innocentproject.org. Um, A lot of you may have heard about this, about the Innocence Project Um Especially if you listen to a lot of true crime, (laughs) (laughs) like I do. Uh, Let me read you um, what Jessica sent. More than 365 innocent individuals in the U.S. have been exonerated thanks to DNA evidence. So I want to point that out. Some people get nervous about the Innocence Project because they're Mm -hmm. like, are we finding legal loopholes to Mm -hmm. release criminals? Um, I just want to say we have a lot of people in our prison system who are either innocent and can be exonerated by dna mm-hmm. you can't fight that you can't fight that that's just science right. okay yes <laughs> and also i just watched a documentary about there was a period of time between like the 80s and early 2000s where women were being um put to death sentenced they're on death row For things that uh, other people are not getting such harsh sentences for. Mm -hmm. And it's a problem. Um, So anyway, you know, uh, whatever, we're not a political podcast, but when you're talking about DNA evidence, you can't fight that. Okay, so this is an important organization to have. Uh, The Innocence Project fights for justice by reexamining cold cases with new DNA evidence and freeing those who were wrongfully convicted. The Mm. nonprofit also aims to reform the criminal... Reform the criminal justice system to prevent future wrongful incarcerations. It happens so much more than we realize, guys. Mm-hmm. We just have to open our eyes and listen. And that's why it's so important to have the Innocence Project. They've done a lot of good. And you know what? There are still a lot of people that they couldn't help. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's pretty crazy to think about. What if your dad or your aunt or your loved one or you? were wrongfully convicted and put into a prison system filled with dangerous criminals where you're learning to become a criminal to survive. Like yep. it's just so many shades of wrong. Um, I just want to real quick, let you know a little bit about how they came about the innocence project founded in 1992 by Peter Newfeld and Barry Sheck at Cardonzo school of law <laughs> exonerates the wrongly convicted through DNA testing. Um, their mission is to free a staggering number of innocent people who remain incarcerated and to bring reform to the system responsible for their unjust imprisonment. And I also, real quick, I want to also say how to get involved the way that Jessica did. You can contribute. Obviously, you can donate online. There's other ways you can give. You can help sign petitions. You can find your local group and get involved. Uh, you, They have a map on their website where you can find your Uh, your area and see where people Mm -hmm. are you can shop for innocence they have merch that that the proceeds of that helps them fund these cases um other ways to get involved uh join the team to help win reform uh create Mm. a fund book raiser a facebook fundraiser uh invite an exoneree to speak that's a good way of getting the message mm-hmm. out someone who someone who do did get out you can hear their experience what it did to them how it happened we can learn from that learn yes. more about the causes of wrongful convention conviction sign up for volunteer opportunities host a local fundraising and educational event um there's a section that teaches you how to talk about innocence-related issues with elected officials and organizations and media. And then they also have a 2020 media guide and reading guide. That's all on their website, innocenceproject.org. These people have been thrown away and forgotten mm-hmm. through no fault of their own. And science is showing us that, that they didn't do it 100%. Yep. There's no way they could have. And there's we're still letting some of these people rot away.
1: Yes, Um, my heart rips in half whenever I see a story on the news and it's showing somebody let out who's now been in there for 30 to 40 years.
0: Yes, and they're institutionalized. They They don't know
1: anything.
0: Didn't do a thing. They lost their lives. Their lives were stolen from them. Mm -hmm. They don't get to have families the way we do. They don't get to have careers the way that we do. They were robbed Mm -hmm. of their life through no fault of their own. And exactly. it's sad. I'm not saying that's every criminal situation, but obviously a lot, not a lot more than you think.
1: Yes, a lot more
0: than you think. And I'm well, sorry it's to also say too, sometimes to
1: close a case, it's to but, get the heat off of the department. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, we found someone, the killer's yeah. gone, everybody can go back to normal business. We're safe now.
0: Completely, or at least in, I'm going to say, because I know some specific mm-hmm. cases in California, I'll say, and which mm-hmm. I'm sure it happens other places too, might be a campaign year. Yep. Nobody's life is worth a campaign. I'm sorry. Correct. Never, never for any reason. But yep. it happens. It happens. Yep. Innocenceproject.org, guys. Do some research. It's interesting. If you can find a way to help, you can do it without money. We always exactly. say that. There's always a way to help without spending because I don't have extra money. If I could yeah. give to everything I wanted to, good lord, I'd have to be Bezos. Lord knows he's not doing anything good for okay. anybody. So, thank you. <laughs> anyway, InnocenceProject.org, wonderful organization, absolutely changing lives and saving people, rescuing yes. them. So, anyway, there you go, Jessica. Dana, I think that's our show.
1: I think it is.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know what we didn't do again? We didn't tell people how to get a hold of us.
1: (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) We're the worst
0: promoters. We're the worst uh, promoters.
1: Hilarious. I know. (laughs) Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. Now, by the way, again, we have some OG peeps that have been with us for a long time. If you're like, I never see anything, go on to our page and like. Uh, a post or two or three and i'm not just saying that to give us more light we don't care about that but if you aren't seeing something or engaging we all know this is how the algorithm works yeah there's a lot of people i love and i'm like i don't see you post anymore or companies i follow we all have to try to trick the algorithm because it's showing mm-hmm. us what they think we want to see and or what we are being paid to see right and i can assure you we are not ever doing paid promotions i wish we could (laughs) it's just not in the cards we don't
0: have the money for that that's Um, why we need you to talk about us because we're (laughs) bad at promotion we don't have the money to buy it everything so we need your help
1: So please find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast on Twitter at raves underscore the you can send us an email directly to the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website and hit the contact button www.therantsandravespodcast.com.
0: Uh-huh. Please That's do it. it we would thank you. Um, well I do like to end the show with a little point to ponder mm-hmm. um, And I also do like uh, to tell you if there's anything I'm into, there is. Do you have anything you're really into right now?
1: So I am reading a new book called The Soul of an Octopus and it is okay. nonfiction. It is from a naturalist in New England who has Mm -hmm. written about her different encounters and experiences with animals and the environment and stuff throughout the years. This is her going into uh, an aquarium that is doing research and her encounter with four different octopus and Mm -hmm. how that affects her. Um, If you're not already aware, um, octopus are, literally one of the most incredible fascinating intelligent shape-shifting alien like (laughs) creatures they also something i did learn that i never knew they do not have a long lifespan they live on average about six or seven years um we have the biggest of all the octopus breeds here the pacific octopus which is gigantic off of our uh-huh. coast here but it is truly magical if you are looking for something that's a departure from you know there's a million great books out there yes. but i haven't read a non-fiction in a very long time
0: yeah and i just started reading a non-fiction and it's been ages for me too
1: yeah i mean we yeah. need both right you need yeah, the escape. Yeah. But I again I always wanted to be a marine biologist my whole life. I've yeah. always loved octopus and think they're so cool.
0: Me too.
1: It's really special and you really feel like you're there with her when she's yeah. physically interacting with these animals. It's very, very cool. The soul of an octopus. I believe I her it. name is Cy Montgomery. I'm embarrassed. I don't remember the name now.
0: I love it
1: yes here i go yes Cy montgomery i was correct the soul of an octopus a surprising exploration into the wonder of consciousness love it highly highly recommend it um yeah
0: i love it that's all i've got i'm gonna read that i am
1: Mm -hmm.
0: all right well mine is way less uh life-changing (laughs) <laughs> what i got into i'm sure you're not surprised <laughs> everybody knows i loves me a good documentary i mm-hmm. like to study people i'm an observer yes. right so amazon has it's on prime so it's free and how many episodes is it it's only four episodes um it is called lula rich now some of you probably know what lula Rowe is i did not i think it was I a southern either. southern mist Waste Miss West, Midwest thing and but it's akin to it is a it is they say it's not they repeatedly claim it's not but it is mm-hmm. a multi-level marketing but it would mm-hmm. be akin to like say um the heat em up things that melt the mac the wax and scent your room
1: oh my god Scentsies yes yes
0: or yes, yes. tupperware is the old school one when we were kids that our uh-huh. moms did uh-huh. Or, uh, uh, what's some other ones anyway? Basically, their thing started as maxi skirts, okay, and then right. moved into, I guess, they became hugely popular for their leggings, okay. Mm -hmm. Let me read you. It's insane. Lula Rich is a four-part docuseries that chronicles the unraveling of LuLaRoe. Known for their buttery soft leggings, the infamous multi-level marketing company went viral promising young mothers a work-from-home salvation. LuLaRoe's eccentric founders recruited an astonishing army. And that's no joke. Of independent retailers to peddle its increasingly bizarre and defective clothing products until it all went wrong. Ooh, it's good. It's so good, you guys. It is a fascinating character study, if nothing else. So good. So good. You will be like, (laughs) data. And then I also always like to have a little point to ponder. And sometimes it's silly things I've learned about something like the octopus that, you Mm -hmm. know, several central nervous central system, central nervous system for their tentacles. So it takes no brain power away from them. That's part of the reason they're so smart. Did you know Mm -hmm.
1: that? No.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, but sometimes I like to, to share things that I think will impact your life or help your life or do good for you. I have no way of knowing what you're going through. So it's a, it's a random grab bag. We're at the duck pond guys. You don't know what you're getting. Okay. Right. Uh, my sister shared with me an account. This person is on Instagram. Their handle is at the Gray, G R A Y Gang, G A N G. I don't know anything about this person except that they have recently gone through a friend breakup. And it's Mm. been hard for them and they're sharing a lot of things about it. So if Mm -hmm. you don't mind, I'm going to read some things that I think that we as human beings can take this week and help us understand ourselves and help us be kinder to ourselves Mm -hmm. and know what we're going through. So um, I don't want to read any real long ones, but here we go. Here's one. That person you think you need closure from can't give it to you. Because the, they probably can't tell the truth to themselves any more than they can you. Mm. You have to live with the unknown and trust that all the answers you seek are inside of you. You don't need closure to move on. Closure is what happens when you move on. Mm. That was by Jillian Turecki. I like that. Wrote that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. That's great. There's another one I want to touch on because we've mentioned this before. I've talked about this probably ad nauseum in my life because I just think it's horrible. Mm -hmm. This is why ghosting hurts so much. It's so easy in our tech world to ghost someone and not Mm -hmm. feel bad about it. Let me tell you what you're doing to someone when you do that. Okay. It taps into our deepest fears of abandonment. Mm-hmm. We use it to confirm a pre-existing belief that we are not worthy or good enough because someone ghosted us. It subconsciously triggers memories of emotional neglect during childhood. Mm-hmm. It creates self-doubt, which can further damage our self-esteem.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine's,
0: my self-esteem's living in the basement already. It don't got anywhere else to go. Okay. <laughs> And it leaves us with a lack of closure. So we're seeking that closure from that person who has Mm -hmm. ghosted us, which Mm -hmm. I just read to you, we can't do. But it's nature, guys. We do it. We can't help it, okay? I just want us to be aware of it so we can try and stop it. Stop doing it. Stop accepting it. Stop thinking that you don't have closure because they won't give it to you. And I do understand that. But I have to say... I told Jessica in our green room, our two-hour marathon green room dub, mm. I actually got closure on something last week, not from the person who I needed it with, right? From someone on the outside mm-hmm. gave me closure on that situation and that person.
1: Yep. And
0: it was so healing and so freeing. It doesn't have closure doesn't have to come from that person. Exactly. Um, don't ghost people. You're hurting them and you don't even know how because. They use it to injure themselves. Don't do that to somebody. Don't do that. And then here's the last thing I want to leave with you you guys with, okay? Um, Because this is something I've gone through a couple of times, and I think the pandemic has exacerbated this for a lot of people, okay? Some relationships end, and that's okay. In the healing world, a breakup or divorce can be viewed as giving up or not doing the work. But in some cases... Ending a relationship out of mutual love and respect for another's journey is the work. And maybe you're not supposed to be on that journey. Mm -hmm. Rather than asking, did it last forever? Ask yourself, did it grow you? Did it transform you? Did it awaken you? Some relationships end and that's okay. I'm going to leave you guys with that. I know that there Mm -hmm. is a sadness to that, but there's also a happiness and a relief to that. There are some people who said no to me and pushed me away and they pushed me in the direction I needed to be where I wanted to be and it hurt, but it's where I was supposed to be going. Mm -hmm. And apparently they weren't supposed to be on that journey with me because I wouldn't have gotten there. Right.
1: That's right.
0: So anyway, hard words to hear. Good thing to think about this week. We Mm -hmm. love you guys so much. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect, but we are all special and we are all unique and we will find our people. And Jessica, I'm so glad you're my people. I'm so glad we have this. I'm so glad we have this podcast. These are our people. This is our community. You guys build me up. You guys tease me. You guys make (laughs) me have fun. You guys make me cry. And before we go, we got a gift from a listener last week.
1: Oh, my God. That
0: absolutely blew my mind. Mm-hmm. It it was a rave that we've done before. Jessica, what's the name of the organization specifically? You know me and oh, names.
1: Remade India.
0: Yes. And someone sent us blankets from Remade India. That money goes back to helping those women yep. uh, be educated, become entrepreneurs, pay their bill, all these things. It's such a magical and also just stunning Mm -hmm. and also just like reiterating for me why we have to use this platform to help because we are, we are, she, this person actually introduced us to that organization and then by gifting to us is giving back to the, the beauty in it is so exponential. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm so grateful. I actually typed to Jessica At first I said, I don't deserve this. (laughs) Like it was so kind and beautiful. And we're so grateful for you guys in our community and that you're willing to listen at least to this bucket of crazy. Jessica's a little more, Jessica's a little more with it in life.
1: I'm just better at hiding it. Perhaps
0: not me all out here for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Jessica. I love
1: you too. And I want to give a quick shout out before we go to one of our listeners who we adore. She has been drawing Dana and I through our escapades. Yes, Jen Hall Hill, you are so awesome. You are someone I love communicating with. Again, Dana and I always say this. You're someone who has become a friend. We've never even met in person. Her father is currently... Battling cancer. Uh, please, if you could put him in your thoughts, he is cute as can be. Um, she keeps posting videos, and here's a man going through so much, and she is taking him to his treatments. And she had a video of him in the drugstore dancing to a song on the radio. I love it. And I said, This gives me so much joy, and I am sending you all my love, and I'm keeping your dad in my heart, and so is Dana. And so for anyone that Whatever you believe, I just always say sending love, holding someone in my heart. Let's good thoughts uh, this man's way because he is fighting hard and we want to see him keep going and making more videos that give his daughter and all of us such joy.
0: Joy. Absolute joy. Absolutely. Whatever your your name for, if you believe in a higher power, good juju universe, God, whatever it is, send it out there. That's right. All right, Jessica. I guess we'll be back next week, I suppose. I
1: guess uh... so.
0: <laughs> right into <laughs> us. Uh, hug your loved ones, guys. I just had to say goodbye to such a special soul. There's yes. never too much love. Text somebody, call them, hug them if you can, if they're in there. That's right. And they're in your house. Watch Gremlins together. Whatever you got to do. Okay? <laughs> That's did I even talk about that on the show? That's my <laughs> no. son. I didn't. That was Green Room. It's my son's favorite movie. We watched it last night, had a ball. Okay. <laughs> Is have a that great even Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week.
1: Yes. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.